laughing because I've already had the crack. I've not even started the podcast yet. <laughs> Inside edge. Today. I've um, I've just been saying I've done coming up for a hundred podcasts and done all loads of different stuff at work, but I've never done one trying to coordinate myself and four cricketers on a Skype call. It's a bit like herding cats, but we've got there in the end. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a a bit of a special episode today. Um, looking back at the 2012. Division 2 win for Derbyshire. Um, as ever, Tony Palladino's here. I'm going to get him to introduce the boys because uh, he knows them a little bit better than me. So, how are you, Tony? Good, mate. Thanks uh, Thanks for in- introducing me. And, uh, yeah, really looking forward to this one. It's, uh, it's a special 2012 edition with uh, three uh, good friends of mine and three uh, very important parts of that team that, that won us uh, a trophy. So, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll start with uh, Mark Tina Turner. Um, up in the uh, top Hello. right of my screen, we've got Dave Wainwright, the fruit bat, and uh, South Africa's finest, uh, Tim Grunewald, oh, Timmy G. Um, welcome, lads. Um, thanks for coming on the show, and uh, hopefully we'll have a bit of crack over the next hour or so. Sweet, thanks for having us. Thanks for having us, mate. Good yeah, to be here. No worries at all. How's, uh, how's it all been with uh, in lockdown and, uh, well, just everything in general? Go on, Timmy, you start us off. Um, I think uh, I've probably got about another week in me, and then I'm going <laughs> to go mental. Um, I'm ready to run a marathon, um, but if you ask me to bowl a cricket ball, I don't reckon I'll remember how to bowl. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm fit as, but uh, probably not fit for cricket. David be fine um, bowling at the moment, because he's been, he's been practicing, practicing his spinners and his... I've seen some of the videos with the uh, with the tape ball and the orange and things like that. So, uh, yeah. have you been going, Wainers? Yeah, trying to keep the masses entertained, really. Trying to uh, give them a few drills, <laughs> the youngsters that they can keep going with. Need to do it myself a little bit. I went on one 5K run over this uh, lockdown and I couldn't walk for a full week. <laughs> it took me about 40 minutes. <laughs> so, I'm not in the best of shape. T- T- Teens has been uh, been doing a bit of running. I know that he's um, been absolutely smashing some of the running, mate. But some I'll of these Strava, man. I'm embarrassed putting my runs on Strava anymore after Timmy dug me out. <laughs> Seriously, I mean for me it's the only way to wait and out the house and get some peace from the kids because like we're working from home at the minute with what I'm doing, um, mm. and the missus is still working, seen as like a key worker. So yeah, three days a week I've got the kids to myself all day. So the only escape is to run and I'm probably fitter than I've ever been, which is absolutely ridiculous. So, <laughs> but no, but apart from that, things are good. Things are good. Enjoying lockdown, enjoying some time with the kids, but yeah, ready to get back to some normality sometime soon. Yeah, hopefully it is soon. Um, good did to you hear, put, lads. Tina, did you put uh, that run you put on Strava of 20, was it 20 something Ks? 26 K. Was that meant to be a run or was it, or did you actually cycle that? No, it was a run. It was a, it was an off-the-cuff charity run. So You've run 26 to, Ks? Just yeah. for a bit of crack, yeah. Just for, it was a Fucking Tuesday hell. morning, I think, a bit of crack. Man, that's a, that is a proper get-out-the-house day. <laughs> but, but I still had work that day, so I think I started the run at like 10 past 6, back in the house <laughs> for half eight. So, um, yeah, it was an early one. But, no, I like to say I'm enjoying doing a bit of fitness and I'm enjoying getting stuff on Strava and seeing how fit you guys are keeping at the minute. <laughs> oh, is that happening? Marsh is champion. No, nah, mate. Marsh is... 
th- th- those days are long gone. What was your I'm, distance uh, again, Tony? F- 1500, mate. Kelly Holmes. <laughs> 1500 <laughs> champion. <laughs> it was Hackney, though, so you're looking at the dregs of society, really, like, you know, where I was living, so... I didn't really you, have to do told, much to you didn't sell that to us though, Tony. You told us you were the best in <laughs> the whole of the world. Your age group absolutely all over it. Right, before I get I get it dug out anymore, here, let's uh, let's crack on with the, the meat of this uh, of this pod. So we're we're looking back at 2012. Um, I think that was my second year at Derby. I think it was your second year as well, teens. Yeah, Wainers, it was your first year, even though you, you yeah. signed, didn't you, on loan, but you didn't play. Sign for a day, yeah. 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 But I don't know if he thought I just left because of that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so you, you signed after that full time. Uh, yeah. So it was your first full season. And Timmy, you'd been you'd been at Derby what three, four seasons then? Uh, two thousand nine was my first year. Yeah. yeah, so it was my fourth season. I think it's fair to say. I mean, we had we had a you know we we'd done okay in twenty eleven, but it's fair to say we weren't in many people's books to. To do uh, well to to win Div Two, I think we uh, when looking at the bookies that year, I think we were, we were bottom or maybe even second bottom prediction. So uh, we uh, we got off to to a pretty good start that 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 first year and or that first game against North Dance. And um, can Wainers, can you can you give us any uh, insight into that first game and how you were feeling with that? And because obviously you had a, played a big part on that last day. Um. Well, yeah, touching on just how I got there, like with Crick, Crick just met me and just said, look, um, we're missing a spinner. We'll get you a load of overs. And now we're at Yorkshire craving more overs. So it just seemed a perfect fit, really. And that summer, I think, the one at driest we've had on record. Um, so that first game at North Ants, bowled first innings. I remember it took me ages to get a wicket, 20 overs, I think. And I thought I'd bowled pretty well. Um, I probably didn't bowl as well at second innings and things just started going our way, I think. I remember getting Middlebrook out, caught off, red as a shin, caught point or something. Yeah, he bashed it straight into his... (laughs) Bashed it straight into his... Everything just went away at second innings. But, yeah, we got off to a dream start, but um, it was a dry summer. Which did... is that is that the same is that the game like sorry my memory's horrendous but is, did Tremendous Vast play for them? Yeah, I was just about yeah, to say. Yeah. Do you remember, do you remember so was, Vast I'll, rocking up? I came off the field injured. I reckon first first innings. I don't know what I did. Tweaked my knee or my hamstring or something like that. I remember standing in the physio area there and and obviously Northants were batting and and Vast was stood under there with me. Um, he had about four jumpers on and I remember him looking out and just just saying how like. This is no Columbo, and like <laughs> he had absolutely no interest being on the field. It was dark well, up there. It was cold, miserable. That that first game, he he opened the bowl in in about four jumpers, and he <laughs> his first his first over was about 15 mile an hour. And I remember Guppy put put one. I think it might have been third ball on top of the marquee, and just sort of set the tone. Yeah. He, he's like he patted back a couple and thought. I'm not. I'm not blocking this anymore. And then uh, Va, Va, I think Vasi had he had a good year the year before, and I think he he wasn't fancying the, this the cold weather too much. He thought I'll just I'm, I'm not going to put too much in here. And 
But that that last day, I remember we it was Northlands couldn't win, and they got to a tee, maybe three down, not not too many down, and then I think after after two we got a quick wicket, and then Wayne, as you started throwing it into the rough, and you got Nobby out, I think quickly, and got a couple of quick wickets, and then it was pretty dark at the end. I remember, yeah. and we were, all, and I was the last wicket. Wes got the last wicket to win the match, bowled. Lee Daggett, I think, through the gate. I was at Gully some, for some reason. I don't know why, but I, I, I was close in the back of Gully and it was almost pitch black. It was so dark. I can't believe we, we stayed on the pitch, but um, that I think that really set the tone for us um, that year, getting off to a, a good win like that and, and an unlikely win. Yeah. Um, but that, I mean, for me, that, that was one thing we did miss the, the year before um, that you brought to us, Wayne, was, was that bit of control sort of first innings and then being able to 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 bowl the big spinner in the uh in in the in the the second innings and 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 win us a few games but um teens were you because you didn't play that first game were you 12th man that game were you there what was that 12th man mate i was the best 12th man (laughs) in the history of cricket of course i was the, the best 12th man in the history. But no, I remember everything you see in there. It's a nightmare more. My dog scratching at the door. Um, I can remember everything you said there. That's just not being interesting. Importantly, that kind of feeling of we're going we're gonna to miss out here like when it started getting so dark. But obviously, we kept the spinners on. Um, and I think Wes and Wayne has, must have got, what, nine? I've got plenty, and yeah. like that. And that last afternoon, a massive win early doors. And I think, like you're saying, that gave us some good momentum going forward. But, yeah, you talk about Guppy there, Palace. I mean, the way that he took some people apart and names like Chaminda Bassett wasn't just a run-of-the-mill guy, was it? Mm. He was just amazing. Absolutely amazing to watch. So, so yeah, it was a good start for us, wasn't it? Good start. Yeah. I think Guppy brought that. He, he, he really did, t- I mean... Just bowling at him in the nets, it wasn't very fun. But him and him and Uzi that year combined got over a thousand runs, and I think that that was a big part of of it as well because it was they were friendly wickets to bowl on, and and the fact that you know our overseas combined for for a thousand runs was was massive for us. And I think the um, I just think we were quite lucky with injuries that year as well. We we didn't get too many injuries. We had we had a you know. All the seamers stayed reasonably fit for most of the year, and we were able to like, you know, if someone was a bit tired, someone came in, and I think that was a big part of it as well. Which is you've always got to get lucky with that. But like I said, I think Wayne has brought that that bit of control and a bit of, you know, if it did spin, we had we had that option as well, sort of four innings. But it was definitely, um, you know, bringing into the after that first game, we kind of thought, oh. Well, for I did anyway. Like we're actually we actually got quite a good team here, and we we might uh, we might do make a few moves. But um, Blake, we've been leaving you in in the cold here, mate. Is there anything you you remember that first game or any any first few games? First game, I've just all I was going to ask was is that the game Wayne has got was it six for thirty three? Dave will know. Yeah, that'd have been yeah first game. So that's second second best the second best debut figures. Yeah, and I, f- I f- never forget. I'm sure one of their number ten, one of their big seamers. I'm sure I had him stone dead near end. Could have been seven because somebody <laughs> told me that after. 
And they were like, that was plum. Why is he not given that? But yes, it was. <laughs> he hasn't slept uh, since 2012. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Best debut, yeah. Yeah, they were only bettered by in Derbyshire's first ever game, and they, and them figures were six for nine, and it was 1871. So you've not done bad. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> first game of the season. First game of the season as well. I know. Yeah. Uh, he I think the other thing that was key as well was like you talk about like a lot of overseas players turn up and in their case like with North Ends, you know like obviously Tremendavas is a great player in that um, but like he was back end of his career um, you know comes to we had done well the year before we, we had like we had Gappy and Ozzy both I think they were they're pretty well, relatively new to international cricket Um so like uh, they weren't big names at the time, so like they still had quite a lot to prove, and and both of them are obviously quality quality guys that just fitted in just so well to the setup. Um, I think that makes a massive difference with overseas players as well. Sometimes, you know, you can get guys in and and they're there, you know, for six weeks, eight weeks, and um, you kind of get the feeling like some guys are there to kind of collect their cash and play a little bit of cricket, but in their case, they were, you know, they were a top, top draw from from that aspect. They brought a lot to the team. I've always said that, our, that, that since I've been at Derbyshire, our best overseas players have been guys who've not quite, not quite maybe made top it yet. level, yeah, and and they're still on the on the on the way up and and yeah. um, almost hungry and, and 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 having to prove a point because that. We're not like you know a fashionable county where you know if a big name comes he's thinking oh, I've got to you know I've got to put in a shift here and I'm not saying that some of the bigger names we've had haven't but yeah. it, it, you know motivation might not quite be there and yeah. it's, I think it's more difficult for for some of the, the the real top top names that we might have had over the years to have to have got themselves up for you know a, a cold wet one at, at, at the race course in April and yeah. like, like like Varsity did that day so. Um, <laughs> But uh, yeah, no. Um, I mean, we. I think it's fair to say we won't go through every game here because we haven't got enough time. But we got off to a bloody good start that year. We, you know, we won. I think we won the second game, a real close game uh, at Glamorgan on on a pretty bad pitch, and then got on a bit of a roll. And then I remember we we we, we got absolutely hammered by Gloucester um, <laughs> about fourth or fifth game in. Because we were walking around like we'd won three three out of the four games. We were walking around like absolute, you know, top team. You know, we're gonna we're gonna squash everyone, and then we got brought back to earth pretty quickly. And I think that happened a few times that year where we kind of we needed resetting a little bit. We we were f- feeling good about ourselves, getting on a roll, and then middle the middle patch of the season didn't. It wasn't very sm- smooth sailing, if I remember rightly. Don't know what you yeah, guys think. Yeah, it was, it was not, now that you mentioned it, like it's bringing back memories in terms of, I think we got off to a fly. It must have been, I don't know, eight, nine, ten games in. We were well top of the league. We, mm. we were so far ahead. Um, and, you know, there was chat about already being promoted and stuff like that. I win one or two more games and we'll be too far ahead. Um, and then it was a massive consolidation kind of period for, for probably four or five games where we kind of just clutched on and we played very, like, defensive cricket. I remember now... <laughs> I think it was a game at Headingley where we met. I don't know if we did. We hold on for a draw, maybe. Yeah, Uzi got Uzi got a hundred, a really yeah. good hundred. We were yeah, and we were getting dicked as well. We were going to lose we were, badly. Yeah, 
and and games like that, guys just pulled through and and we managed to we managed to get a few draws out the way and and really take it deep into the season. Do you, do you reckon people were thinking? A few of the players were thinking about the watches that had been promised at the end of the season <laughs> if they won this uh, two. Because <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I remember a game at Northants where there was like a jewellery sign at the top, and like it was, we were out in the field. It was going to be a draw, and we were like, oh, I wonder what watches they've got in there. Because we'd, we'd been promised <laughs> every player had been promised a, a, a nice new watch if if we won Div Two by uh, by our chairman at the time. And uh, a watch I, I, and uh, it was a trip to Santa Ponda as well, wasn't it? <laughs> that's where that's where we're going to be the getting boat, the award ceremony Santa on the board. Yeah. So yeah, so I think, and that was about. I'm not even going to lie. I reckon that would have been about halfway through the season, and we were already thinking about getting on the lash, and we'd, we'd already won the won the title, and and what watch where we were going to go out with our new watches. Um, so I think we're a few. We might have got a little bit ahead of ourselves because I remember we we came back down to earth a couple of times. Um, that Yorkshire game levelled us up a little bit, and obviously we got smashed by Gloucester, who weren't you know a better side than us, and but. Um, just little things like that. I just remember just bringing us back down to earth and um, in, in quite a big way. But did um, Dave, what your when we played a game at um, Essex, I remember you got five or six wickets on the first day. Did you, you did that a couple of times that year because it's, it's unusual for obviously a spinner to be taking wickets like that early on in a in a championship game. But you did that a couple of times that year. I remember. Um, was that was that something you you were always accustomed to doing, or was it just that season? You reckon because it was dry? I think it was a little bit of that, yeah, being a little bit dry. Um, but also, just from playing at Yorkshire and almost getting thrown ball later on, maybe 60 overs in, it was just a fresh challenge at Derby to say, right, you know what, we're going to attack with new ball, then you're having ball after 20 overs, and if you can, keep it till 90, and we'll just keep seeing us on the other end. Uh, rotating and coming hard at the others and then second dig get Chuck Wes the ball and work in tandem so it just like a new lease of life from Yorkshire to just put a bit more trust in me and say right you know what we're just going to trust you to either control or if it spins a bit you can get a few wickets so I was just wanting ball all the time that week I, I remember winter after Markety <laughs> seeing me one at times at indoor centre saying are you all right and Looking back now, or in absolute bits, my back was in agony. <laughs> Literally could not pick an underarm ball up. And he's like, you're not right there. I'm like, I think all right. You need to get it but, sorted. Did, did, Crick, did Crick ask if you were all right? <laughs> Checking in if you're all right. You're all right. Teens, I know um, obviously you signed the same time as me. Yeah. You came from from Somerset. and. Yep. At Somerset, you, you I mean you said this to remember you telling me this that you were used as a shock bowler in like spells and just told go and run in, tear arse in and bowl as quick as you can and yeah. we don't care how many you go for. Did I know you got a lot more resp- responsibility when you played at Derby and it, and it, it gave you a bit more sort of arc to to bowl, you know, proper spell and things like that. Did that obviously that first year helped you, but you know coming into to the second season into into 2012. Did that give you a lot more confidence to be able to do that and, and bowl in an attack that, you know, I reckon complemented you quite well? Yeah, I think it did. I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Like at Somerset, it was literally bowling with like Caddick, Willoughby, all them kind of blocks. It's like, right. And I'd bowl four overs and I've like one for 70 in that. I'm like, you've done your job. I'm like, oh, class. Well, well, career's going great here. Like really learning new craft and stuff. But um, but no, that was, that was one of the reasons for the pull 
the derby in the first place. Uh, I like to play more and do more, but then again, injuries at wrong times and um, and again, being in a good setup and a good bowling attack. Um, so yeah, I did play more, but not as more as I would have liked to. And I, in 2012, the stats and stuff, um, but at the Champo, I think I only played about six games towards you in the season. So, uh, but again, it was just complemented well. If, if the wicket was a bit greener, they would either throw me or footy in. Because um, I think we rotated quite a bit um, before Footy obviously became an absolute legend. Um, but the bowling attack was good, you know. Palace and Grun is opening up. John Clare done a good job. I think he got 30 odd wickets here. Um, and obviously, Rainers and Wes bowling in tandem with spin. So um, I did spend a lot of time on the sidelines still in 2012, but I definitely felt more part of the championship winning side um, than I did in the Somerset team when we won in, I think, 27, uh, 2007, I think. Well, I think I think especially sort of after about halfway, there was a few injuries to. I mean, Clairsy got injured and Footy was struggling a bit. So if I remember right, yeah. we we played us three seamers played. I reckon most of the rest of the games of that season, sort of like like I said, maybe five, six, seven games. And towards the end, yeah. And Wayne has just played every game because he he was just the, the bowling machine. So he, he he they didn't really matter what how many overs he bowled. And then maybe it was fourth seamer was Roscoe maybe that yeah, was definitely. yeah Ross Paul. Well, I remember yeah I remember yeah. we played we had a pretty settled side after a few injuries back end of that season and I think that that was definitely obviously we all got on as well which which helped um, you know in the slightly tougher times that that season but um, I remember back end of that season do you remember the game I'm talking about obviously we there was a game where we beat Kent at our place very close like good game tight game Timmy knocked off um with Redders and that I think yeah. that was a, a massive game for us but there was a game at Canterbury where I think it was second last game of the season and obviously Kent were up with us and they absolutely smoked us that game um and do you remember uh, do you remember anything happening in the in the pavilion after the game with me see <laughs> <laughs> me yeah not until now Nick. well I'll I'll sort of elaborate a little bit but we um for the listeners anyway we we got smashed I was batting near the end and Charlie Shrek who I never really got on with most of my career and he's I'm glad he's retired now um we were going at each other a little bit and a lad called Mark Davis who Tina knows very well who was mm-hmm. a proper bowler was playing for Kent and had not said a dicky bird the whole game and then all of a sudden he gets me out and just gives me a massive send off. Shrek steams in, gives me a massive send off. And obviously my being the temperamental type, I my head's just literally fallen off and I'm kicking it all the way back to the changing room. And um, we ended up obviously losing not not long after that. And we go downstairs to shake shake hands with the Kent team. And I remember shaking Mark Davis' hand and I don't know why I did it, but I shook his hand. And as I shook his hand, I gave him a little dig in his belly. <laughs> and, and, and offered him out um, and I remember it just all kicked off there we were starting we, like people were dragging me away and we started spraying each other Jimmy Adams came out the West Indies um, captain came steaming out he was coach of Kent at the time came steaming out and he was like looking like what's going on here and I just remember being dragged up back up the stairs at Canterbury and uh, we, we drove home team we, me and you were in the car together on the way home and uh do you remember I was just like, why have I done that? What have, why on earth have I done that? 
you were in absolute bits with yourself and like <laughs> I, I was obviously trying to wind you up and stir as much as possible because you were messaging Mark Davis at the time as well he was me- <laughs> I was on the phone with Devo Devo was like what's just happened there what was what was Palace on what, what's happened like he actually digged me in the ribs I'm like what's going on and obviously I was absolutely lapping it up loving it um, and I can't, I can't remember you saying like, shall I ring him? Shall I? Yeah, shall I, ring I him and, and kind of sort it all out now and stuff. But I think it's I think it's fair to say Dave or knew it was out of character for yourself. Um, but it, it showed though, didn't it? Like tensions were so high, it meant a lot to us. Um, mm. But I don't think it was in Crick's um, game plan to go and dig the opposition after the game. And stuff. Nah, it de- I think it definitely was like the first half of the season where we were performing above expectations. There was no pressure on us because not no yeah. one expected. And then once we had the, the top spot for quite a while, we started thinking, this is only ours to lose here. Yeah. And the pressure started mounting. So every bad session, we were just like, you could tell Crick was getting a bit wound up and, and, and any game that we looked like we might lose. And it was just every decision was put under the microscope. And I think it's fair to say not many of us were used to it. Um, being a part of that sort of environment and it was just I think it definitely it got to me that game I'm, I'm not going to lie <laughs> um, Amazing, Wayne is you it's Wayne you'd have been right at the front of that as well wouldn't you you'd have been right in there with me <laughs> having a scrap <laughs> I'd have loved to have seen you get let go <laughs> straight back down the stairs <laughs> Jimmy Adams would have stopped me anyway he'd have got in front of me but um, Palace for it, a, it did for carry a, on up the stairs a, didn't it yeah it did <laughs> For a 70 mile an hour swinger, where does that uh, anger come from? <laughs> 73, mate, at least. Now that that year I got clocked 83 on TV, so I'm, I'm, I'm a career best, mate. I'm taking that. But um, that's probably why. That's probably why I'm angry, mate, because I have, I have to make up for it. Because I'm sure there was another incident a couple, a couple of years earlier when you were at Essex um, with with someone from Somerset, wasn't there? Keys yeah, were, were uh, <laughs> team, did, we, did you play that game, team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on video. I, it is. I had no idea who you were then. And I was like, what the hell? Who's this bloke? <laughs> well, Seriously. Was, that, that year, we played them in a Champo game. And Marcus Triscothic uh, got 200 on an absolute tip of a wicket. And just was just hitting everything everywhere. My, my best ball, swinging it back into him, and he was just kept on leaning on it, and yeah, runs. Um, and that was, uh, I remember batting, uh, sorry, I dropped, uh, Murali Kartik came into bat and slapped up 50, and then there was a run out, Fozzy threw me the ball, I dropped it, Murali Kartik made his ground, and I booted the stump out of the ground, and it flipped up, cartwheeled, and nearly hit John Steele in the head, and the umpire, <laughs> and I said sorry Steely and he went oh I might have to do you for that mate and I was like I'll probably, yeah, I'll probably take that <laughs> and then two weeks later we played um, Somerset in the semi-final of the whatever the competition was I can't remember the name of it whatever Friends Providence or, or something, yeah, something and I got Keyswetter out caught deep square and I sent him off uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then I came into bat and I, I don't know if you, I don't know if Tina was bowling or some or might have been Steve Kerber was bowling. No, I I got barbecued by Dave Master, run out, and Keys were smashed the stumps down, and, and then obviously sent me off. And I turned around and did some sort of hand gesture. I can't remember what it is. Um, and yeah, that was that was I think that was six points in the space of two weeks. Um, but I was in a bad. I can I'll I'll, I'll just use that as an excuse. I was in a bad place then. Um, and then yeah. I signed then I signed for Derby and it was fine. 
there was never any problems after that but um no you're yeah, right there yeah. yeah, i was balling and the field on the boundary was butler as well that you showed was it just following from yeah, yeah absolutely good arms <laughs> straight over the stumps class it's funny it's funny but yeah that was my first introduction to you palette can't believe you're still mate yeah <laughs> Well, I've I just just because I'm, I'm going to get Timmy back now for that because uh, I don't know if Tim remembers a, a an away trip to Headingley. Um, <laughs> might have been 2013. Might have been your last year, 2013, 2014. Or 2020 ago. Yeah. Oh, Timmy. Yes. So we're going off tra- off track a little bit here, but I think this is worth yeah, it Tim, because definitely. Tim, me and you, me and you were driving to a T20, and, and I was going to, you know nosebleed time i was actually pl- i was actually going to play in the t20 game and we set off from derby plenty of time loads of time evening start and we i said oh, what's the uh what's the postcode tim and i think you said something you or you typed into the to the sat nav headingly or like or, or, or yorkshire county creek yorkshire county creek and we're we're, we're what, on what our way and, what had on we had got we got wind of an accident on one of the roads on the way up um so everyone sets off kind of like an hour and a half early um probably in about six different cars seven different cars and uh yeah so i stuck in yorkshire county cricket club into the sat nav on my phone and uh we figured about probably an hour before warm-ups that we were nowhere near heading me um, we had a few phone calls from the coach. Where are you? Where are you? We said we're gonna. We, we'll, we're just around the corner. We'll do, be there. do you know how we knew we weren't? We weren't anywhere near Headingley because the sat nav stopped. It said you have reached your destination. We were at a pub <laughs> about twenty mile away. I and think we had discussed. I think we the whole way up we had discussed where we were gonna bowl to Aaron Finch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just, when, when we finally walked onto the ground. Tina might have been bowling the first ball of the game. <laughs> well, I was just about to say that. Flip my neck. Like, you had made your plans and you weren't playing, so I was putting, me protein, putting the protein in the drinks and that to keep you guys going. And then all of a sudden, I'm running into Finch with no plans. And he just ste- stepped across with his massive bat lift and then just kept on whipping us into the flipping West, we Western Territory. We got course, absolutely right? smoked as well on that. Yeah. But I remember, I remember you, we got to that pub and we knew we weren't going to make it because the traffic, the match day traffic um, up that road, we were never getting there. Yeah. And we started, that's when we, me and you, Timmy, started making up our excuses. What can we say here? And we started <laughs> saying, yeah, we just got caught in so much traffic. We got like, oh, got caught. Yeah, we got hit. We, and every every which way we went, we just caught, caught, caught in traffic, mate. And I remember you saying, we can't say anything about this. We can't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> and, to, and to this day, I, I think I've, I've only told a few people, but I know obviously you, you lads knew. But now, now the uh, anyone who listens to this podcast can enjoy that as well. But yeah, I remember we got on before I found out. I still believed your story that you got stuck in traffic. <laughs> 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 there had been one accident, obviously, which caused caused the mayhem all along. And then when we realised we were in the wrong place, we just said, "Let's just say there was another accident." Yeah, we just milked that traffic. So we stuck with that. Um, I think, yeah, we we sold it to the coaches, and but I, I remember I remember driving into Headingley, and then us looking at each other like saying, we, we knew the first ball was about to be bowled. We were like, do we still take our kit bags? <laughs> I think I don't think we did. I think we just walked up to the lunchroom, grabbed grabbed some food and a coffee, and then just sat and watched oh, watched man. us get absolutely taken apart. Yeah, because they hop back in the car, hop back in the car, and then off we drive. Yeah. 
because I think we got it was a flat pitch and we got rolled quite yeah. cheaply, and then they knocked it off in about six overs. Yeah. Um, and I felt I felt really I didn't feel great to be honest. Um, and yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I don't think I've ever stuck something in, in the sat <laughs> without it being a postcode now. <laughs> Just to make sure. Uh, Blake, is there um, is there anything you um, you want to ask the lads on? on yeah, yeah, there is. I want to ask Tina because this is he's been involved with a few stories a bit on the podcast. Uh, over a few <laughs> so, I think this is your opportunity to, uh, to give Palas a bit back. Have you got anything about Paladino that you can uh, you can bang out? Yeah. We put him under the mic. So, yeah. to, to be fair, anything I've said anything I've said said about you teams has been um, more about. The, the the bullying that went on with Luke's story, Aris and C, and I oh, so bully is a harsh word, but more the when when he used to get his 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 yeah. boiled eggs out and his and his oranges, and you just being an opportunist. It wasn't it wasn't bullying, was it? That's obviously the wrong word, but if you ask him, he probably <laughs> say it was bullying. <laughs> but no, but whatever happened, I was egged on by Palace, 100 percent. Like yeah, definitely. He'd see him get like his his satsuma or out, and he'd start killing it, and Pat would just give me a nudge on it. I knew that was my call. I'd sit next to him, go go and make conversation, and ask him about what training we've got. There was one he was like possibly peeling the boil bag, and as you know, some of the shells just stick. I wait until he got, and then scooped it off him, launched it the full length of the indoor training centre. <laughs> put on it everything he went absolutely mental but again I turn around and there's Palace in the background just like, <laughs> like he just led me straight the whole time um, which is not good like but so yes I'm not surprised I've been involved in a few of the I don't think Luke's story kind of enjoyed eating food on me after them them couple of incidents but he used to bring it on himself but now you put me on the spot there Palace. there's obviously so... Luke's story yeah, because he used to come in. He used to. He said, "Oh God, I've made some great boiled eggs like for 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 lunch." And I'm like, "How do you make a great boiled egg? It's a boiled egg." And he'd be like, "Oh, I've got this brilliant orange here. I've got this wicked satsuma here." And he'd be like, "It's just, it's an orange, mate." And so you knew it, it just had to. Because <laughs> I don't think he he was so he wasn't that used to being in that environment with a few. Because I think he'd he'd come from maybe a slightly more I don't know respectful and professional. Um, sport and and I think in cricket there's a bit more crack and the change room's a little bit more lively um, so I don't think he was quite used to that but he, he got there in the end didn't he story and um, he, he was a good guy and when we enjoyed his crack and enjoyed catch or throw. no he couldn't he wasn't cricket <laughs> cricket savvy it was good SNC but, no. but um, we enjoyed we enjoyed breaking up his uh, his food and his his, do you his remember eggs and talking about um, talking about food do you remember um, this was actually you two Tina and, and Pellas we were in Barbados pre-season, and and uh, we it, it was our first three-day game or two-day game, whatever it was. We had spent most of the day in the field against Northants, and um, it was tea time. Pellas bowled about 20 overs by then, as normal, um, absolutely blowing. Came in a tea, and they they put cake out, and so Pellas was like, "Oh yeah, I'm going to plate a piece of cake for end of the day's play." It was about 40 degrees. Like this piece of cake on his face. Got it, got it wrapped up nicely in a piece of plastic, um, and he took it upstairs. <laughs> we sat down in the dressing room, and Tina was sat next to me, and 
and we looked at each other, we nudged each other, we watched Palace put it into his cricket bag where no one would see it. <laughs> and and Palace going out, Palace went out um, after the tea break just to warm up, get ready to bowl again into his 21st over of the day. And uh, Tina seized the opportunity, went into his bag, took it out, and he, he sat on the cake, squashed it. This thing couldn't have been more squashed into the plate if he tried. Stuck it back in the bag. And uh, that whole session, we were on the field. It was all, all about waiting to see uh, Dino's face coming off the field, ready for that piece of cake. And all I was thinking about was, I was, I was looking forward to that moment so much because I was thinking, oh, I've got a nice bit of cake. I'll have that with a cup of tea when I get off the field here. Absolutely blowing out my ass, thinking, oh, beautiful, nice, nice bit of cake. Because the food, food at some of the grounds wasn't great, and that, but that was yeah, about the only good thing. And I remember I was absolutely devastated. I went mental, didn't I? And I knew, I knew straight away who it was because he, he, he was sat, he was sat literally because he wanted, he wanted to savor every moment of that of me taking that and watch that devastation on my face um, as I took my cake out and uh, and and saw that it was just squashed to bits. But you, um, yeah, you, you did enjoy doing uh, doing that stuff like that, didn't you? Putting putting a finger in someone's food or just as they're, if they're looking like they're going to enjoy something. Yeah little thing especially when the younger lads started coming through like your Yozers and your Tom Knight and stuff like that man it was just Ben Slater just two good opportunities because they're not experienced that yet do you know what I mean do you, but it, it, do, you, do you remember uh, when um, put your finger in someone's food do you know what I mean do you, do you, do you remember when uh, speaking of Tom Knight who's obviously local constabulary now and um, and, and doing a, a great job on the police force do you, do you remember one of his paychecks came through in the changing room one uh one afternoon, and I hope he listens to this because uh, I remember oh, it got he, he 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 came into the change room because we we back then we got our our wage slips in a <laughs> in, in an envelope and and he came in and and someone sort of caught wind of it and sort of saw it and said oh I've heavy, heavy paycheck there it it'd been paid seventeen quid for a month <laughs> um it'd been so it was like we had to that year we had to pay for the I remember the a wage or the um, pre-season tour so they deducted that from him. he was on a, he was on like a yts contract anyway i think that month he'd played pretty much all the t20s this is 2011 i think he played all the t20s he'd been deducted that and he cleared 17 quid <laughs> and i think it might have been redders or someone absolutely was just like in redders style like yeah heavy paycheck boy <laughs> and i just remember nighty absolutely looking on at his, his money that he'd just cleared and thinking god this ain't really worth it is it and I remember he, uh, he he got a bit of stick for that, but there was definitely yeah, there was definitely a few a few younger lads coming through, and um, we sort of took it upon ourselves, didn't we, to try and just sort of like you know ease the tensions and, and make make a bit have a bit of fun with them, and uh, like like you got like you got to do, isn't you? You got you got to do stuff like that. But getting uh, getting back onto the um, onto the season, we uh, or if you're moving into that last last game, we needed to win to win Div 2 if we won that was it didn't really matter about other results and I remember Yorkshire right on a tail and Kent were playing somewhere Glamorgan I think Kent lost quite easily against Glamorgan and we beat Hampshire and I know the four of us played how how were you guys before that game because obviously I mean it was my it was the biggest game of my career comfortably and I don't know about you guys but I was absolutely bricking it I mean I, I rarely get too many sort of butterflies but that, I remember that game I was definitely I didn't sleep much the night before and I was very nervous and um, especially 
when I saw the pitch and I thought we need to bowl first here because it, it had a big, it was very green. Um, but what, what, what were your lads' thoughts on that that last game? The one thing I remember, like I don't, I don't, I don't remember a lot about the game as such as what happened. I remember, um, I remember. Tim, you've got the worst memory. Yeah, going, I've got mate. A I, I, memory. I, I, you don't remember that. <laughs> I, I remember, I remember <laughs> Hampshire batting, and and being in a position where I thought we're up against it here. We need, like, we seriously need some wickets. Um, and and like you had mentioned earlier, Ross Whiteley was very much like the fourth seamer in, in the team at that time. Um, and that's the one thing I remember from that game is is Roscoe coming on, and I think he got a couple of poles. He might yeah. have like Vince out and Irvine. Um, yeah. And they were making batting look really easy. I thought we we probably up against it, and and he made that break, those two breakthroughs, um, and the game kind of happened from there. And, and we ended up chasing, must have been I don't know one one eighty yards, something like that. I, yeah, I'm just sitting in the change room, not wanting to watch a single ball until we were close to that score. Um, I think this. I think the three of us. I think me, team me you and um, and Timmy went to the. Didn't we go over to the gym? We might and, and, and drink and drink and drink a coffee and, and, and watching it on the Sky TV and yeah. we didn't want near be, be near the ground. Yeah, um, we always the, did. We had to knock it off, knocking it off. Yeah. Coffee club, but but Dave never came because he, he he don't know he don't drink coffee. Do you drink coffee now, Dave? Oh chocolate. Very rarely. I remember talking about uh, talking about going across to the gym. I remember how often, not so much the 2012 season, but we'd go, we'd pop across there. As soon as we got off off the field from bowling, we'd stick our stick our training gear on, nip out the back door, make sure no coaches see us, head across to the gym, and we'd sit down, order our coffees, and you could just see the top of the scoreboard yeah. from the, from sitting in the Virgin, <laughs> and and we'd sit there, and as our coffees were been put on the table, so often it would be like two for three. We would pick up our coffees and we would head head straight back to the change room, walk in, guys sat there throwing bats and and spewing and that. Um, but yeah, we used to we used to get across the across the gym every time after we after we come off the field. And you and yeah. Tim, you and, and you were checking who was if anyone was bowling more than eighty mile an hour as well, because you, you, you if you didn't you. <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times we used to ask. <laughs> the the three what were the three questions again? Uh, is is it can fast? You see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? <laughs> Is he quick? Is, it, is, is he, he quick? quick? Can you see it? <laughs> <laughs> Every time, to me. How far back is the keeper? Remember Finn at Lords? Yeah. Stick oh. a new ball. Absolute rockets. Shagging it back into the ribs. Talking of, talking of Lords, um, weren't, weren't the three of us part of uh, Roland Jones' hat trick at Lords? Yeah, the year after. The, 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 the great year, two thousand. We, we sat down at lunch on about day three. Great position in the game. We were about, we, we were leading by fifty. Yeah, we were leading by fifty. Great. And then we got rolled for fifty. Lord's lunch. We we made our way down the stairs slowly after lunch um, to find ourselves at about fifty for five. Um, and the next thing we knew, the three of us were sat back in the change room, part of a hat trick, um, <laughs> packing our bags, about to go home. Apparently, there's a picture at Radler Critic Club of me with me bat underarm. <laughs> Stump out the ground, everyone celebrating. Is it? And is it? Shand- is it ben? Paul just leaning on his uh, on his bat at the other end, going about ten, about, about ten not out. We were still, playing, we were, we're for, still yeah? swallowing our lord's lunch. <laughs> Literally, like ridiculous. Yeah. Shiv was a uh, Shiv was a bit of a, uh, a character that year, wasn't he? Really, an absolute legend of the game. Come to play with us, and I mean, I, I think it's fair to say I've never seen. 
a professional batter of any, of any level with worse bats than he had. I don't know how he scored a million test runs because his bats were the worst things I've ever seen. He had he, he had one, I reckon it was from 1995, one of his bats he used because it was that it was dark, it, it weighed a ton, had about 18 grips. Um, <laughs> and I, I, I was it was amazing some of the some of the games we played, and and obviously that year he signed for us. It, we just played on absolute green seamers. So I'm not yeah. sure we, we signed the number one bowler in uh, number one batsman in the world. We ended up playing on bowler friendly wickets, and I'm not sure he, he enjoyed that. And uh, remember how we trained, though, man. He used to have the ball machine on 99, like nine swing, no, no helmet. No helmet. She used to just open the gap and just pierce it everywhere. It well, I, me- I mentioned that on a, on the last podcast when Wainers tried to do the same drill. <laughs> but but, but, but Wainers was very very much sight. Was very much side on rather than just <laughs> open start. I remember the first one bounced off his knee, and he, went, and he just went ah. We <laughs> played it anyway. I thought I give this a go. It looks to be hitting it well. It must be good training. This Shiv just looked at me, put it on first ball, flush on me shit. I'm down in agony, hobbled back all the way from East Stand back to the changing room. Shiv just looking at me in disgust. Miss that. I nearly missed that game due to missing the ball. <laughs> the thing with Shivan, I'm sure he did it to you lads as well, but he used to tell you what to bowl, didn't he, as well? He'd be standing at mid-off and he'd tell you like, <laughs> so bear in mind, he's, he's probably stood at mid-off to Ambrose Walsh, like the greats of the game, and I'm I'm there, you know, the hackney hammer running into bowl, like, and he's, <laughs> he's going to me, yeah, yeah, just swing these next few away and then bowl a nip back and hit him on the shin and then it's easy, yeah, easy and keep it low. I was like, Shiv, I can't control the bounce, mate. Like, what, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I can remember. Flipping heck. I can remember one game, he used to come at me off and he'd tell me all this stuff. And I'd obviously just say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lose me rag because I must go up for a few fours or whatever. And I was like, Shiv, I can't even bowl the ball straight in the middle. Stump, man. And you're telling us to flipping ball these ones that swing in and nip away, catch my third slip and that. I'm like, come on. Give us a bit of flipping slack here. But what a legend of the game, though, man. Seriously. Proper pleasure. He, he's someone who who just loved batting lo- and loved scoring and loved and loved he loved the he loved the stat sleeping. as well. He he just loved any sort of fifty he could get. He didn't he didn't man. That's I think that's why he was so annoyed at Lords because he, he he was he was eyeing up a, a fifty at the home of cricket and we yeah. we came in we came and went and spoiled it for him. But um, getting back to that to that last game, obviously we knocked off knocked off two hundred um, and one div two against against the odds. Just to be fair. And um, obviously, it's, it's, it's for me. It's one of the proudest moments of my of my life, and and to share it with with friends as well as as teammates. But after that, did was there anything you you felt we lost in? Because obviously, in the next season, I know we went up a, an upper level and we played against better teams. But do you think we never quite found that? Don't know that special sauce we had that year, and and do you reckon it was, or do you reckon it was just a case of we weren't quite good enough for that for that top division? And I think um, I think we I think we almost used up a, so much energy. We almost expended so much energy on that 2012 season, and like surprised ourselves as a team um, at what we could achieve. That it, it took actually quite a lot out of us. Um, in terms of like, it was almost like we, we've worked so hard to get there by the end. Um, the next year, we're obviously, you know, really pleased to be in Division One. Um, 
and then I think we changed. We went away from worked well, from what what worked so well for us in, in 2012. Um, we got the balance of the team very wrong early season. Um, I remember going to uh, Headingley. I think it was third game of the season um, after that batting collapse at Lords, um, and suddenly we 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 went in with one less bowler. Um, I think it was myself, you, and and John Clare, Pellers. Um, mm. You got a side strain early doors. Yeah. Wicked in the world. Yeah. Um, and, and then and then, then Root. Yeah. They had Root and They both got big hundreds. Um, and suddenly from then on, it was all about game to game how we could kind of manipulate the team and 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 try and you know get some sort of res- result as opposed to just going. This is what worked for us the year before. Um, that's the you know that, that's the lineup, and we're going to play good cricket and back ourselves to come good. Um, and there were times during the year where we did. We 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 obviously got some great results out. I remember beating, um, we we beat Sussex at home. Sussex, yeah. we beat Middlesex, who had a, a top draw team. Uh, we beat Middlesex at home. Um, so we ended up getting some good results, you know. And, and nearly and nearly pulling it out the bag. Yeah, we man. nearly nearly pulled it off mm. actually. But I think we 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 just went away from what worked for us in 2012. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I, mean, I don't know about you lads, but that that was def- that's definitely exactly how I felt. Is that we had a bit of a formula in 2012, and and we we played a certain brand of cricket, and I think we definitely we definitely went away from that. I mean, the pitches we played on were completely different to yeah to what we played on in 2012. I mean, I, I know you you will recognise that way, because I mean, the, we played on. Yeah. green to start with but they they were dry underneath weren't they so it, it always brought you into the game but that year they were just green the whole they were just wet and green the whole whole yeah. season it yeah. felt like at home um you were struggling with injuries or dave as well well the back was sort of saw that winter you weren't the same were you it was just uh yeah it wasn't as dry that summer as well weren't like you say it were a bit wet a bit green but just seemed like that 2012 year we had like it not perfect storm but the team we could Accommodate for any sort of pitch with our team, like Grunners, Pallas, Control up top, Marky T and Footy Gas. And then Ross Whiteley, his overs were undervalued a little bit because we just chuck the ball to Ross and say, make a bit of rough for Wes. And then Wes would come on and ball into that rough. Um, so, yeah, that and Boz up top. Boz would just dead bat it and Guppy would smack it everywhere. Um, and Wes and, uh, Wes and Red is in the middle, TP keeping you going all the time. I don't know. We just got away from everything that worked that that 2012 year. I think. Yeah. Bowling I think, attack, I think, I think 20, 2012, 2012 was almost like it. It almost felt like, like you say, we weren't favourites by any means, and it was just a good bunch of mates playing together, and and we through having a good time, strung a few results together and got on a roll. Um, and it just shows how like you know important it can be. Just to enjoy yourself and and you know have have a bit of good crack and and we pulled together as a team and and that's how we got those results and guys played good cricket. Yeah. Um, whereas 2013 was almost like right we division mm-hmm. one now how are we going to win this thing or how are we going to get results and, and there was more pressure and expectation. Yeah, more pressure. pressure. Yeah. More yeah. points for wins, weren't there? Yeah. Mm. Long yeah. way, I think. Yeah. Uh, I think and as well, so like. No, just saying. I think as well with the 2012. <laughs> There was no egos, like we've said. We've said the overseas pros who came in were just phenomenal. And I think the swap of the pros as well came at the right time because Uzi was such a common influence towards the end of the season when, obviously, when it was getting a bit more hectic, um, he kind of really helped us kind of relax and get through some tricky periods, which I think was great. 
Um, but also a Crick, we've got to give him credit because he just allowed us up to play mm. and just have that freedom to play. Um, I personally, not negative, but would look at 2013 and say, I just think this, the standard of opposition we were playing at was, was tougher. Like yeah. you, would get, you would get the top three out and number five coming in was of a different standard. It would have been an international cricketer where obviously Div 2, you've got more chance of a, a good county cricketer coming in, you know, so... And with the ball and one to four seamers would have been strong seamers with yeah, a good spinner. Like, it raised yeah. the, the quality raised, which obviously caught us out a little bit. But um, we were having great seamers. Onions and Rushworth coming to visit. I mean, Looking. exactly. <laughs> Everyone well, I mean, wanted to come to Derby to ball. 100%. Well, yeah, but I mean, I remember Knots as well. The Broad played, Fletch Andrew played. Adams. Yeah, they, I mean, they had a serious attack. So I just remember, yeah, it was it was the strength in depth and that we weren't quiet. And I think. There's not like as there's not as big a disparity now. Uh, last yeah. few years, I feel like Div One and Two have, have got a little bit closer, but back then uh, it felt like a big it felt like a big jump. Did um, it finish off with cranking ranking, smashing your finger off? Uh, <laughs> that was I got that got us relegated, didn't it? Um, <laughs> with with Tony Palladino retiring her Derby, you are relegated. Cheers, Foxy. <laughs> uh, but, um, now go. I'm cranking just, right arm round. Just, just, I mean, they bowled quick that game, bloody hell. Just to finish, Jason, we're conscious of, uh, of time. Um, I don't know if you lads knew this, but we actually got invited. when After we won Div 2, we got invited to Sports Personality of the Year. Um, and Mads and Crick were going to go, but they couldn't make it. So I remember Grantie, our, Chris Grant, our chairman, said to me, do you want to come along? And I was like, oh, brilliant. I've always wanted to go Sports Personality of the Year. And... Um, we ended up going down to London, driving down to London, and I remember I had to I had to be back in Derby for a, for a fitness testing the next day. I was gutted. I was thinking oh, I could have a night on the on the slash here at a sports personality, free drinks all night, and I couldn't even get whacked. So it's brilliant. So we got down there, and I remember we didn't sit together. I I got given a seat, and Grant got given a seat, and I remember sitting down on my chair, and there was all everyone had name tags on their chair, and mine was Carl Cricken because obviously they hadn't, they hadn't changed it, and. Um, <laughs> I looked to my left and didn't recognise the name. And, and then I looked to my uh, right and I thought, that that's a fancy name. It said Lord Teddy Grimthorpe. <laughs> now, Wayne is, Wayne is a nag man, so we all know who that is. That's, he's a, if, I, if I get this right, Wayne, he's a, he's a racing manager to one of the Arab-like sheiks or something, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm, I'm you know, born and bred in Hackney and I'm, this, this could be interesting. So he comes and sits down. I've got, I've actually wrote it down. He's made his title here. Edward John Beckett, fifth Baron of Grimthorpe, ninth Baronet of Leeds, and Tony Palladino from Vicky Park. Um, <laughs> so we're, we're, he's sat next to me. And I, I don't know anything about horse racing. I think Wayne has, has thrown me a couple of tips years ago and they're still going. Um, <laughs> but he sits down and I sort of ask him, obviously didn't know he was in horse racing at this time. So I was asking, oh, what do you do? And he said, oh, I manage horse races, uh, race horses. And I was like, okay, so what do you do? I play cricket. And I remember him saying to me, um, I said, do you not follow the horses? And I said, no, no. So like, have you got any, have you got any good horses then? Um, and he said, oh, I've got one, uh, one called Frankel. And I said, <laughs> so I'll go to him. Uh, I'll go to him. Oh, is, was he like any good? And apparently this is, Dave, is this like the, the, the Lionel Messi of horses? Like yeah, unbeaten and, and, and un, unreal. And, uh, 
He looked yeah. absolutely devastated when I asked him, like, if this, if this, if this horse was any good, because he was thinking, nah, you must know Frankel. Yeah. And then I think later on in that evening, a jockey came up on the screen, and I, I just dug myself even deeper because I said, oh, does he ride for you as well? And he was like, no, no, I, I'm only flats or I'm only like jumps or something like that. So I thought, yeah, he didn't, he didn't speak to me for the rest of the night. He sat next to me for two hours worth. But uh, that was, I remember, I'll never forget that. I couldn't even get him. That was the year Bradley Wiggins won it. Um, so that that year, I mean, 2012 is just had, had it all for me, and, and I remember, um, you know, all the experiences of that year, and um, I was just so glad to, to be able to share it with you boys and, and 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 obviously the supporters. But it was a big big thing for me, and um, I'm glad we've uh, we've been able to reminisce about that over the last uh, hour or so, lads. It's been um, it's been it's been a pleasure. I don't know if Blake, have you got any um, anything else you want to ask, lads? Or no, the I've really enjoyed just listening to it. Genuinely sat here as as a Derbyshire fan um, who was 20-odd when you won it. It's like the first thing I'd ever seen Derbyshire win. Um, I've had that on finals day, really. So that season was like a massive season for a Derbyshire fan. So you, you gave me some great memories. And there's been a great podcast there because I've been sat here laughing my head off. So <laughs> absolutely, absolutely brilliant, lads. And uh, thank you for the memories. No worries. Awesome. Enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having us. Tell us, have you? What, what, was this the season of uh, Derek Kerrod? Yeah, I've already spoken. I can't speak. I've spoken about that on a previous pod. That was the best, the best, uh, the best one ever. Yeah, I've, I've already, I've already told the guys that. Well, you've not, not, not been listening, have you, mate? No, not me. I, <laughs> I can remember Chesterfield playing against Yorkshire. Someone started heckling me when I started bowling a few wides, and I was remember seeing that's that Derek Kerrod heckling me because he, like 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 he looked like that picture. Yeah, I got a wicket and started like putting me eight to the crowd and that. I just say, you what, Derek? <laughs> what a pipe up now. So I'm sure there's a bloke with a Sainsbury's carrier bag and we were like, that's him, that's him, that's him. Any bloke with a Sainsbury's carrier bag was Derek Kerry that Kerrid. year and a long jacket. And Absolute little did we know it was it was Uzi Kawaja with a three month long uh, joke on all of us and that Amazing. was uh, no, that was, was that, that was, was un- unbelievable scene. That was good. Last month. Lads, thank you very much. That's been uh, I've really enjoyed that and great to catch up and good to see you all and uh, yeah, stay safe and look after yourselves. All the best to the families and yeah, uh, yeah hopefully uh, hopefully catch you all soon. Cheers. No Cheers, lads. Pleasure. Later. Bye bye. Come on, boys. Bye bye. Bye.